Hey everybody! You are listening to the Creative BioLevs podcast, the show that introduces the basics about stem cells and their broad applications. Please contact us if you have any questions or suggestions. And don't forget to subscribe to follow the latest updates. Hello, everyone. This is Connie, your host. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we have a special guest with us, Dr. Benjamin Smith, a prominent journal editor in the field of immunotherapy. Benjamin, we appreciate your presence here. Thank you, Connie. It's a pleasure to be here. As we are all aware, the skin is an intricate and complex tissue, consisting of various combinations of cell types. Notably, the skin possesses remarkable regenerative capabilities due to the presence of diverse stem cells. Distinct differences might exist between embryonic and adult skin stem cells. In our upcoming episodes, we'll delve into the topic of epithelial skin stem cells within postnatal mouse skin. Non-human studies offer flexibility and depth for investigation. Today, Dr. Smith will provide an overview of mouse skin tissue. Could you enlighten us about the formation of mouse skin tissue? Certainly, Connie. The process of constructing the protective outer covering of the body commences during embryonic day 9 in mice. This intricate development involves a series of signaling interactions between the ectoderm and mesoderm layers. Over time, a well-organized structure emerges aimed at sealing and safeguarding the body against environmental factors. The establishment of a functional barrier, which shields the body from the surroundings, is crucial for the animal's survival. This intricate process concludes on the day before the mice are born, around embryonic day 18. The initiation of hair follicle morphogenesis begins approximately on embryonic day 13 and continues in waves following birth. Notably, Hair follicles possess embryonic specifications, and the maximum number of hair follicles an animal will have throughout its life is determined before birth. Your explanation is enlightening. Could you provide insight into the composition of mature skin? Certainly, Connie. Mature skin primarily comprises two main tissues, the epidermis along with its associated appendages, and the dermis. The epidermis features a basal layer of mitotically active keratinocytes expressing distinctive keratins, specifically K5 and K14. This layer, known as the basal layer, regenerates every few weeks and boasts remarkable healing capabilities. The epidermal appendages, including hair follicles and sebaceous glands, are embedded within the dermis. Hair follicles are complex structures composed of at least eight distinct cell types. The hair shaft emerges from the follicle center, growing upwards and breaking through the skin's surface. The outer and inner root sheaths, composed of concentric layers of cells, envelop the shaft. The basal layer of the epidermis is adjacent to the outer root sheaths. The inner root sheaths degenerate in the follicle's upper region, releasing the hair shaft. Your clarification is appreciated. You mentioned that keratinocytes form the epidermis. How does this process unfold? Keratinocytes possess the ability to exit the cell cycle and undergo terminal differentiation. During this process, they remain transcriptionally active and migrate towards the skin's surface. 
As they enter the spinous layer, they transition from expressing K5 and K14 to K1 and K10, which offer protection. These keratin filaments form bundles that enhance the cell's strength. Following this, cells synthesize and deposit proteins such as involucrin, loracrin, and small proline-rich proteins beneath the plasma membrane, contributing to barrier formation. Upon entering the granular layer, cells begin producing lipids, packaging them into granules, and generating filaggrin, which further bundles keratin filaments into cables. This coordinated effort is accompanied by the influx of calcium, activating transglutaminase, and leading to the formation of the cornified envelope. This envelope acts as a scaffold for organizing extruded lipids into the outer bilayer, while cells undergo apoptosis-like changes, resulting in flattened, keratinized squams that seal the body surface. These cells shed and are replaced by differentiating cells that migrate outward. I understand. Could you elaborate on epidermal appendages? Certainly, Connie. The basal epidermal layer and outer root sheath share common biochemical markers, such as K5 and K14, and represent the follicle's efficient proliferative zone. However, the most intense proliferation occurs in matrix cells found in the follicle bulb. These matrix cells are responsible for generating inner root sheaths and hair cells. They encircle a specialized group of mesenchymal cells called the dermal papilla, known for its potential to induce hair growth. Matrix cells also express numerous transcription factors related to hair follicle differentiation. Inner root sheath cells share similarities with epidermal granular cells, while hair cells resemble the stratum corneum as they become metabolically inert upon differentiation completion. However, Hair cells express a unique set of hair-specific keratins. The sebaceous gland, located above the erector pili muscle within the upper follicle, comprises lipid-containing cells that release their lipid contents into the hair canal. Mitotically active sebaceous gland cells express K5 and K14. It's becoming clearer. You mentioned that hair follicle morphogenesis is almost complete in mice at birth. Could you provide more details about when hair follicles mature and key events associated with this process? By postnatal day 4, all hair follicles in mouse skin have reached maturity and hair shafts begin emerging on the skin's surface. During postnatal life, the outer root sheath of a mature follicle widens on one side, forming a bulge. This bulge is situated below the sebaceous gland and in proximity to, or at the junction of, the erector pili muscle. Within this specialized region lies the compartment housing epithelial stem cells. I see. It's well known that postnatal skin stem cells are crucial for the ongoing renewal of epithelial tissue. Could you elaborate on this a bit more? Absolutely. Within the hair follicle resides a population of hair follicle stem cells. Similar to the epidermis, postnatal hair follicle cells exhibit dynamic behavior. They undergo cycles of growth, regression, and rest in an ongoing manner. During the early hair cycles, mouse hairs tend to grow in relative synchrony, completing the antigen phase, which is the growth phase of the hair cycle. At around 17 days of postnatal development, Antigen concludes, giving way to the catagen phase characterized by significant cell death within the bulb of the hair follicle.
Cells beneath the bulge area experience cell destruction, except for the dermal papilla. As the dermal papilla remains attached to the contracting basement membrane that separates the epithelial and mesenchymal compartments, it moves upward. Eventually, it settles just beneath the bulge. This marks the entry of the hair follicles into the telogen or rest phase. Approximately on day 21 of life, a new antigen phase begins and the intricate process of hair follicle transformation restarts. To initiate this process, signals from the surrounding environment and the dermal papilla are believed to be essential to reactivate stem cells. Thank you for that insight into postnatal mouse skin. How does the skin of adult mice differ? Could you provide a brief overview? Certainly. Adult mouse skin harbors epithelial stem cells within at least two distinct compartments, the epidermis and the hair follicle. Our primary focus will be on hair follicle stem cells located within the bulge region of the hair follicle. Cells within the hair follicle possess the capacity to differentiate into various lineages of hair cells, the sebaceous gland, and even the epidermis. Thank you for your comprehensive explanation of mouse skin tissue. Your insights have been enlightening. We'll conclude our conversation here. Have a great day. Thank you very much. The same to you.